The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Welcome to Hey, everybody. It's uh, Gary Douglas and uh, today's special guest, Dr. Susanna Minnemeyer. <laughs> Hello, Gary. Happy to be here with you. <laughs> and thank you for giving me an extra title. <laughs> okay, I thought I'd just call you. Well, they said Dr. Dane here, so I figured I'd do a Dr. Susanna <laughs> And I know you're not really a doctor as such, are you? Not no, yet. not yet. <laughs> okay. Cool. Well, the thing is, I know you can make it all work, which is really cool. Anyway. That's- how it is when you're being pragmatic, right? <laughs> exactly. So I would like y'all to know, and the funny part about it is, I was on a TV show in uh, in Australia, and they had seen Dr. Dane here, and they'd seen you know me, and they put the doctor in front of my <laughs> name, and so people were like up in arms because of, you know I'd been misrepresenting myself. I didn't misrepresent me. I didn't want to make them look foolish by saying I'm not a doctor. See, <laughs> try to be polite, not to you know misrepresent. But people always you know look at it through their filter of judgment, don't they? They do. So dramatic. That's <laughs> yes, dramatic. That's what it is. A little trauma and drama makes the life go round. Right. Okay. So, uh, so Miss Susanna, our topic today is pragmatic psychology, your area of expertise in the world, which is quite cool. So, what uh, what do you want to tell these people about it? Well, people usually ask, so what is this pragmatic psychology and what is it about? And, and you know, as we started out, this world is so much about the drama of things and how things do not work and the judgments of it and, you know, how the past is determining your present and your future and how that leads to absolutely no choice. So this is kind of like the world that, you know, all of us kind of, in different ways grew up with. And so pragmatic psychology is about choosing what truly works for you. You know, like rather than getting caught up in like all the things that are not yours and, you know, where you think that all the things that are not yours, the things that you're aware of, that you always have to do something with it, with everything you're aware of. I just this weekend, I had a I had a foundation level one class, access consciousness foundation level one class in Germany. And I had a, a doctor, um, physical talk, doctor in the class. And this was such a biggie for her when she found out that she can just be aware of things and she doesn't have to do anything with it. 
because she's so used to, you know, when she has patients to go and help, help her patients, you know, do something with what she knows is possible to change for them. And she said, you know, how this perspective totally messed with her and her body because it always creates distress for her when she has to do something uh, rather than ask the question, okay, so this person, you know, this patient in her case, is there anything I can do? And most of the time there isn't because, you know, probably the patient isn't really interested in changing the drama that they have created as real. So for her finding out that awareness can just be enjoyed rather than having to do something with it was a super big game changer for her. <laughs> so yeah. this is, yeah, go. There was a guy here, there was a guy here in Australia that was a physician. Uh-huh. And he learned about asking a question. So huh. you know, he started asking the question, so, okay, so what can I do for you and what's causing your problem? And he said, the pe- it would come out of people's mouths. They already knew what the answer to their problem was. Then you'd yeah. give them that pill or that thing that they were asking for, and they'd go away totally happy and get over it. He yeah. couldn't believe it was that easy after so many years of doing his diagnostic testing and stuff. He said well, he, this yeah. became so much more successful, and people went, more people went to him, even though he was getting through more people faster. More people went to him because they kept telling everybody, yeah, you want somebody who can actually work things for you, do this. Exactly. And and I remember when I started, you know, when I was a psychologist and, uh, you know, a a traditional one, you know, clinical, I was in in psychiatry in Sweden or mental health, as it's called in English. And I was meeting all these patients and doing psychotherapy as I was trained. And I had bought this rightness of how change goes about, which I later found out is not really change. But then when I started to use um, the access consciousness tools and starting to create what's called now pragmatic psychology, in the beginning, I, I couldn't, I, it took me a big portion of courage to truly allow that ease, you know, that pragmatism. You know, after years of training and the rightness of the drama and understanding why and thinking that this is how you change things, going to... Oh, you can ask a question to change? That is how easy it is? Are you kidding me after years of study? And it really took me um, to let go of everything I've learned. And I must say that was not easy in the beginning. But then I went, okay, you know what? Am I going to keep on doing the drama? Or am I actually going to do what works and truly know the change that can be created in the world? And this is how this whole different paradigm got created. And this is, you know, really cool because it's like I studied psychology when I was in, you know, college. And it was interesting because everything was about behavioral modification. None of it was about possibility, which is kind of like what? And it's like it wasn't about getting people well. It was about changing their behavior. And, uh, you know, it's like I saw people change behavior and be just completely nuts at the same time. (laughs) So how is that, you know? Helping the world. It's not mental health, that's for sure. So we have some people on the line, honey. So cool. We have Kim from San Francisco. Kim, you're up. Hi there. Hi. Hi, Kim. Um, hi there. Um, I'm fascinated by this topic. I called for a little bit of a different reason than 
Um, so every morning I do this energy bubble exercise um, that was in Dane's book about drawing in everything about the life that you'd like to have and what that would feel like so that you can sense it. And one of the pieces was, would you like to do work that's, you know, that exciting and joyful and new and um, changes all the time? And I have been looking for a job and I saw a job that I think fits those criteria. I mean, that's sort of what came to me when I read the description. Um, and it's for a pretty big job. It's for a chief marketing officer job, which I've done before. And I actually love working in big teams. I like to try to take something and make it fun, you know, like just have a really fun team that loves to do what they do. And I've been hesitating for about a week um, applying for this job. And I think part of it is that, you know, these job descriptions are kind of daunting. You read all of this stuff and you think, oh, well, will they pick me? Or what if they don't pick me? Or how should I do this? And every time I have a judgment like that, I keep pod and pocking it. But I feel like I'm just pod and pocking all day long. <laughs> I don't actually <laughs> have a lot of room to do anything else other than pock and pod. Okay, you know what's I... faster, Kim? You know what's what? the teacher to the deep pot and pock? You know, I love someone said, you know, you can pot and pock until the cows come home, but you never get finished. So the detour, the shortcut to, you know, pot and pock is actually the choice. And it sounds like, you know, I, I remember Gary t telling me years ago, well, just choose. And I went like, okay, how do I choose? Like, like how, how does this work? Until I just found, oh, it's just like choosing to go beyond my judgments. Like, who would I be if I wouldn't judge? Oh, I would actually receive the value of me. You know, so, so everything that allows you to know that that choice of going beyond judgment is easier than you can imagine. Will you destroy and uncreate it? Times a godzillion. Yes. Absolutely. Right from good, bad, one, fuck, all nine shirts, boys, and boys, me on. I'll be your pock potter. Yes, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just I have so much. Um, I'm having a hard time differentiating between excitement and just terror. Um, <laughs> and I know that fear is a lie. I keep telling myself that fear is a lie, but I'll be like, I found a suit the other day, beautiful Thomas pink, which I don't know if you guys know who that is, but beautiful tailored suit for $14 at the thrift store is brand new. Still the tags on and I put it on and fit perfectly. And I immediately started having anxiety attack because I put the suit on and it and made me think about the job, and then all of a sudden it just came flooding. And okay, so, what have, what have you made so vital about your anxiety that keeps you from creating your life? Everything. <laughs> Everything that is times a godzillion. We just trying to create all that. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And you know what you said, Kim? It's the, um, you know, the excitement. And actually, physiologically, it's the same thing. It's like your heart races and your, you know, blood pumps, you know, your adrenaline is up and, and, you know, the whole physiological stuff. And then, and then it's the interpretation, you know, you're aware of your body, you know, going, ah, and then, and then you interpret it. Oh my God, I'm afraid. And as soon as you interpret it as anxiety or fear, you put the stop on the go you just created. You know, when you put on that dress and you ask, you know, your body goes, oh, you know, and then you interpret it in a way that actually isn't what it is, you put a stop on what you just opened up as a possibility. 
So everything that that is times a godzillion, will you please destroy and uncreate it? Yes. Thank right. you. Bad pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So I have a question about that. I've been, I have lots and lots of questions, but one is, so you have something that you say, like, what would it take to, to win this amazing job? Or what would it take to have that? Or I'd like uh-huh. to have that. What would that take? Um, and then I have a judgment. And I know the judgment stops it. Okay. Then I'm Hold, on. Hold on. All over again? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I have a fucking judgment. How many times have you told Have you heard me say judgments are the lie you live by to make yourself as small as possible? Stop that shit. I don't want them. Well, I yes, you do. Them. You they like just them. That's what you use to stop like you lightning. from having a big life. It's everything you use to stop you from having a big life. You love them. And what do you love about stopping yourself from having a big life? Oh, I get to hide. Yay! Oh, it's so unfun. But you keep choosing it, darling. I do. I do keep choosing it. <laughs> I don't want to keep choosing it. I don't I want yes, to do. want to choose something else. Yes, but you do. know, if yes, you start by by just going, oh my God, I love stopping myself, you know, and just indulge in that for a moment. Rather than, you know, you can you can keep on judging, you know, layer by layer. But if you go, okay, so right now I am loving my, you know, stopping myself. What if I don't judge myself for stopping myself? What if I just go and indulge in it and really go, oh my God, I'm having a black belt in in, in stopping myself. What else can I, you know, what else can I do? That's an amazing idea. (laughs) Cool. Awesome. Hope that so helped. All you do is choose different. Okay. Cool. Choosing different. Yes. Well, thank okay. you so much. Thank okay. you too, Kim. Bye. 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 Who else do we have? Okay. Katie from That's California. Are yes. you here? Hi, guys. Hi. Hi, Miss Katie. How you doing? I'm good. It's so good to hear your voice, Mary Douglas, and lady who I don't know but sounds amazing. <laughs> she is amazing. is amazing. She's an amazing I, came, I can tell. I came late to the call, and I, I didn't know who you were, but thank you for being here. Thank you. Um, two questions for you guys. The first is I find myself, um, as I've mentioned to you, Gary, I'm living in Sacramento, California right now, and I find myself... Uh, very sort of uh, overtaken by the, like I'm facilitating a lot of beings that are living under the city and I'm aware of all these Native Americans and I'm just doing a lot of facilitation for Sacramento itself and it's really been challenging on my body and I find myself sobbing for them and crying through these facilitation sessions with them and I'm wondering if there's a way I could have more ease with this because I can't seem to ignore it or not do it. But just do it's it. Too hard. Do it and enjoy it. I don't know how to enjoy it. Well, what do you think it is? You know, when my hand waves in the air, do you think I really wanted that? Wait, I didn't hear you. What was that? I said, you know, when my hand waves in the air, do you think I really wanted that? I don't know. No. 
I tried to resist it. It didn't work. Right. I mean, I just, you know, I spent an hour in my kitchen sobbing as these entities left the city. And I'm like, yay for the city and yay for me. But does it have to be an hour of crying? Like, what would it take for it to be easier? Well, if you won't resist, if you'll stop resisting, it will get easier. Start enjoying it. Oh, my God, I get to cry. You know, you, you could... You could start, you know, doing the the Evita song. Don't cry for me, <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> Comedy jokes by Gary Douglas. Mm-hmm. So, Katie, Katie, is is yeah. Gary just um, acknowledging some capacities you have that you could enjoy? Yes, he is, and I'm not <laughs> sure how to enjoy them, like because. All right, so how could crying be fun might be a question I could have. Oh, you know how? By when you cry, just make it an Oscar-nominated crying. Just, like, <laughs> go for it. That would be enjoying it. <laughs> uh, so I guess here's a real, another question I'm asking. is like, Are there people who can facilitate beings and entities and stuff and not have it be a sobbing festival that makes my body tired? Hey, they do other things. They do other things. I mean, it's like, but if you resist it, it'll make you tired. If you stop resisting it, it'll stop making you tired. Okay. I guess by sitting there and being willing to do it, I thought I wasn't resisting it. No, you've got to get into it. Okay. Trauma and drama. And then you can create a comedy routine about it and just sit on stage (laughs) and cry the entire time and get people to laugh at you. So ice cream. Not- Don't forget ice cream. You know, in America, you have those huge liter ice creams. They're perfect for Oscar-nominated crying. You're, you're hilarious. <laughs> um, okay. You're not just saying this, like, to, I guess I no. feel like there's some other thing you're not telling me because no. I, I don't know. Is there something you're but, not telling me? Yes. I'm not telling you we have to go to break, but we'll come back to you uh-huh. right after the break. Okay, how's that? Okay. But I'm telling you that now, okay? (laughs) All right, okay. Okay, cool. So, no, there's nothing we're not telling you. It's like, literally, it's like if you stop resisting, it all works better. And that's how easy it is. We're going to go to break now, and we'll see you all in a few minutes on Access Consciousness on the Voice America Empowerment Network. up to your fullest potential this is the voice america empowerment channel hi everybody this is gary douglas i'd like to invite you to the fun and joy of having a download of these wonderful clearings that we do in these shows i realized that i've asked people to put them on loop and not very many people know how so we decided that we'd offer you the chance to have us doing it for you and in our voice to make your life easier. Thanks for being with us and thanks for being part of our life. To sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities Clearings Program for only $5 a month, visit whenisthetime.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The BARS is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. 
the bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Welcome back, everybody, to the Access Consciousness Show on the Empowerment Network. And this is Gary, and my guest today is Susanna Minnemeyer. Okay. Yay, Yay, we're here. Okay, so, Katie, let's go back to you. All right, so, hey, I had a lady who used to come to Access, and every time the right answer was said, she would bark. (laughs) She would bark? You know, and it's like throughout the class... Every time somebody said what was actually true, she would bark. <laughs> now, would you rather cry or bark? You have a choice. I'll give you one of the two. No, there's one You're more choice, hilarious. Gary. There's one more choice. There's okay. snoring. We have a lady in Germany. She snores like, or grunts. I think that's grunting, actually. Right. Every yes. time we run a clearance. You have that choice, too. <laughs> you guys are fun. Okay, I'll take crying and I'll start playing with it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Enjoy it. And, it's um, like, and, and with this ability to cry this way, just imagine the comedy you could create because it's like people want to laugh at people when they cry. You can make it okay. That's a, that's a very good point. I guess you know what the truth is on a certain level. I was making myself wrong about it. I was like, I shouldn't be. Because you know how sometimes you guys will talk about you don't have to physicalize your awareness in your body. I thought maybe I was, quote, unquote, doing something wrong because I'm crying. Maybe I'm over-physicalizing my awareness or something. No, but it's like the thing is, your body has been aware of this stuff forever. Yeah. When your body's aware of stuff, it re- it cries sometimes because it makes it easier on the body. Okay. All right. So there's nothing I need to be doing differently when I'm facilitating these entities. Nope. You're not wrong. Sorry. Just okay. enjoy you. your awareness. That's basically all. Okay, got it. Thank you. And then my second question, if I may, briefly, is... I've been struggling uh, again lately with, I know what my body likes to eat, I know what I feel good eating, and I'm choosing against my own body with my food choices, and I've run every clearing I can think to run, and I try to choose differently, but then it gets like I'm on a, it's like I'm on a tractor beam to eat these foods that are going to hurt my body, and I'm wondering are you, if you can help me with that. Are you trying to eat right? <sighs> Sometimes. Okay, so let let me ask you a different question. Yeah. Who are you, who are you eating for? <laughs> you or somebody else? Well, in those moments, I am aware that it's not me a lot of the time, but it doesn't help me to know that in the moment. I still do it. 
Yes, but it's you like if I mean? you go, okay, I'm eating for this person. I do body. Do you really want this? Right, but then my body will be like, no, I don't want it, and I'll be like, cool, and I'll eat it anyway. Okay, so why is it more important for you to eat somebody else's food than it is to eat yours? I have no verbal response to that question. Good. So how many lifetimes have you starved to death? Many, many, many. So everything you've done so that you won't ever starve to death by eating anybody's food who leaves long enough for you to get to it. Mm-hmm. You destroy it and create it all. Yes, thank you. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine mm. shorts. Apparently that's the one you need, honey. Thank you, Gary. You know, how I'll many lifetimes have you starved your ass to death? So now mm. every time you come around any food that you can get to that doesn't belong to you, you have to eat your ass into a giant size. Yeah. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just turn and create it all. <sighs> yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, meows. I it's used to bad. think for others. Think? Drink. What was that? Oh, I thought think. <laughs> well, I did that too. But drink for others, too. <laughs> Okay, you guys, thank you so much. This was a major contribution to me. I love you guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Take care, sweetie. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Now Bye. we have from Arizona. Kelly. Hello. 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 Are you? Are this, yeah. I was calling. I've gotten so much out of listening to the other two callers. It's been really, really helpful. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys helped me so much the last time I called that I thought I'd check in and see what's what's going on. I've I've made a lot of progress, and I'm just still um, I'm moving forward, and I'm just still feeling like um, I'm still holding myself back a little, and I want to stop doing it. But I'm more than anything, I feel like I'm moving, finally moving, and feel happy, which is great. Oh my God, get over it. <laughs> yes. Well, I keep still delaying and not. Um, I keep still hesitating on stuff, but I'm. I don't want to keep. I. I need to just. You know. I feel like I'm. I always say that everybody always that us humanoids always know everything quicker, faster than everybody else, and yet for some reason I don't. I I feel slower, or sometimes it takes me longer. I get the concept instantly, but okay. I'm not always I got good a, at all I got the little details of application of it. I got an idea for you. Yes. Okay, so start running every day. What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to move at the speed of light and always okay. act and never react for all eternity? Always okay. act, never react for all eternity. Okay, that's a good okay. one. That wow, that's amazing. That's like making you the leader of your own life. Damn! Yep, don't tell I it that. Just stop. <laughs> act, act, and never react. And what was the last part of it? What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to move at the speed of light? And always yes. act, never react for all eternity. Okay. All right. 
Oh, I love you. That's awesome. And it's easy. Damn. Ate that part. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Sorry, the sound is a, it's delayed a little bit. I said it's it it it's just so easy. Yes. Yes, yes. Thank you. Well, it's really fun because I realized that I haven't been the leader of my own life. I always thought I was, but I was running away from things, I think, versus instead of leading. But that's a, that's a leading. I'm leading myself away. <laughs> yes. Yes. But that's what we've learned in this reality. To It's normal to react, you know. So, you know, I work a lot with people who have had drama and stuff, and and they've been told from various experts and psychologists that, you know, when they don't react a- appropriately, that there's something wrong with them. Like, for example, somebody dies, they're supposed to be sad or supposed to have, you know, some kind of other outburst reaction. And if they don't, there's something wrong with them. So we've been entrained to learn that reaction is normal. And, and having the ease of action that is so pragmatic and so beyond this reality that's actually in this reality not not supposed to be a possibility it's not normal so so just know that taking this leap to be the leader by acting rather than reacting is where you're functioning totally different than most people around you okay. i had a i had a friend who died and it's like and i went oh my god that's so wonderful She's been in pain for like five years mm-hmm. and gone through chemo and gone through all this good stuff. And I went, oh, I'm so glad for her. And everybody said, oh, that's such a terrible thing to say. I said, why? Mm-hmm. She now doesn't have to suffer. How can yeah, that right. not be a good thing? You know, it's like, because yeah. that's, you know, that's action, not reaction. Yes. You got to have that place where you act, not react. Okay. Yes. So okay. just focus on what feels right and then move on that. Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's yep. your reality. Yeah. Well, that makes that makes sense. But why, um, you know, why do I sometimes, like, you know, you were saying, Gary, that people just, um, you know, get things really, really quickly. Humanoids get stuff and then we get bored. And But this, this will help me so that I can maybe learn faster and, Sometimes yep. on certain things, it seems like I'm slower at learning. It seems like I'm I'm the failure of the human, or I could be slow, and I'm, I'm or I'm trying to be too careful, mm-hmm. or I'm trying to do something, and so it I don't seem as fast as other people, but you or know as what? bright as other people. It, it's actually you know what makes you slower? It's the reaction. Reaction makes you oh. slower. Action makes you fast. Makes you be the speed of light, and keeps on. You know, it makes you be in the creative edge of your life. Constant forward movement. So acting, acting, right. acting. Choice, awareness, choice, awareness. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. All right. I can do that. I can do that. It feels fun. Of course you can. Of course yeah. you can. All right. Thank you. Be careful, you. though, because you, you, might you. Start, you might start having too much fun, and then you won't have any friends. Oh, no. I have too many access friends. That won't happen. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Thanks for All thank right. you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> We have Miss Hilda from Belgium. Hello, Hilda. How are you? Hilda is having a late nighter. <laughs> what? You're having a late nighter being in Belgium. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm used to calling. <laughs> Too cool. much change receiving from this call. 
Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'd like to ask something for my son, the youngest one. Um, he seems to be like a little demon sometimes, and it's um, when he comes back from his father's place, um, it's worse. And then I, I try with demon and entity clearings, but it like comes back all the time. So I wonder if there is anything else I'm not aware of that could help him. I know that one of the things you could do is ask him, who are you being? Look at him really puzzled and go, who are you being? This is not the kid who left here a few days ago. Who are you? And that will bring him up short, and then he'll have to think about it. I did ask them that, him that uh, yesterday, too. But sometimes it's like there are two, two different um, persons looking through his eyes. One is like him, and then, the, then in, through the other eye, there is somebody else. Well, yes, that how much has to happen. How much are you, like, when he's with you, how much are you giving him the space of being him? And does he have the same space when he's being with his dad? Uh, is, he, is this like two worlds for him? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So this yes. is where, you know, he's being in his dad's world. Like when Gary said, who are you being? And then when he's being with you, how much more space does he have to actually be himself? And don't worry, it only takes him about three days to be, you know, <laughs> get back to being himself. Yeah. He'll be fine okay. in the long run. Well, and his father is moving to Australia forever soon. So Perfect. that is thanks to you, to the clearings you gave me, Gary. Cool. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get to stay. So it's getting better soon. <laughs> Good. Now we're talking. Yeah. So, hey, see, a lot have changed come since up. I am calling regularly. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So glad to hear it. So just, you yeah. know, just keep asking, who are you? You know, I used to do that with my son. He'd come back from his mother's house, and it's like she would feed him Cokes and candy bars all day long <laughs> because that was what he wanted. And it's like, that's not exactly good for his body. But that's what he wants. And I said, he's six. Why do you let a kid have Coke and candy bars? He would be bouncing off the walls with sugar rush. <laughs> it's like, so not, you know, what the kid needed. So not what his body wanted. But he would say, I want a candy bar. His mother would say, okay, go get a candy bar. It's like, what? And definitely not making it easier on her. <laughs> Well, it's like it made it easier on her because she didn't care. She loved giving him to yeah. me as a bouncing ball. Oh, you got him then after the sugar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got him after the sugar. I was always very kind to her. So, so the main thing is we ask that question: Who are you? Who are you being? Like you know, like you're looking at him like he's some kind of bizarre creature that just like an alien. Yes, an alien yeah. who just sucked in from like the back of the <laughs> And just know when you ask that question, you know, from the space that Gary was just showing so beautifully, you're not making the dad wrong. You know, you're it's not like kid wrong either. No, it's just like the question that opens up a different a space for for different awareness mm -hmm. and for him to choose. Yeah. Okay, I tried that one. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much. Just keep Thank asking. You. 
Thanks so much. Thank you. Okay, so we have a few minutes before we go to break. So rather than taking the next caller, which is Catherine from Houston, we'll be with you in a minute, Catherine, right after the break. But meanwhile, back at the ranch, I mean, I think that we've given some pretty pragmatic solutions to all this. Uh, it's like, especially like with Katie talking about her just to indulge it. And like when you get angry at somebody, it's like I, I had, you know, it's like at one point, uh, this friend of mine saw this woman and he goes, oh my God, she's the most beautiful woman in the world. I said, so, you know, it's like, uh, she's married, you know, but she's so beautiful. And I said, yeah, and she's married. It's like, and she has two children. So I'll tell you what, spend the next three days indulging how wonderful it'd be to be married to this woman and have these two children. Brilliant. And That's after, truly pragmatic. Yes. <laughs> And after three days of indulging it, he went, oh, never mind. I would not want to deal with those kids. I said, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. And while you're at it, include the ex-husband because you're going to have to deal with him too because they're his kids. I said, so you get the wife, you get the ex-husband, and you get the two kids. How's that going to be for you? And he went, oh, Lordy, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Exactly. So you gotta, you got to look at it all and indulge these things, like indulge the crying, indulge the eating. But, you know, get clear. You have, you know, you know, you got a choice and you got to choose. And that is actually, you know, the pragmatics of that, that doing what works is enjoying everything, enjoying the craziness that, that you're aware of, enjoying everything and indulging in it and rather than suffering it. Yeah, I know. It's like I, I, years ago, I was, you know, when I was a teenager, I would have these fits of depression. Of course, at this point in time, I'd realize none of them were mine. They were all the other teenagers around me. <laughs> yep. But I used to go home and listen to the theme from Exodus. Now, the Exodus movie was the most depressing thing you have ever seen in your life, and the music was even more depressing. It makes Gregorian chats seem like, you know, nursery <laughs> Party <rock>. songs. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I was, you know, so I would go home and I'd put it on and I'd listen to it for about two hours and then I'd go, okay, I'm over this. I can't stand this any longer. And I'd be over my depression. I got over depression by indulging in depression. Yep. And it's like, and I learned that for myself. I mean, I must have been even aware when I was a teenager. How weird. You were brilliant even as a teenager. How does it get any better than that? And that's so cool. Just like any heaviness you have, go for it. Do Oscar-nominated heaviness. And then, yes. you know, after a minute or so, we'll go, oh, my God, that's too much work. Never mind. Next choice. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I love about it is you find out <laughs> it's too much work to do that stuff. Oh, my God. Can we have less work in our lives? No. So we are, you know, it's time for a break, folks. We'll give you some messages, send you to, you know, to Never Neverland or something. Anyway, adults. <laughs> adults. Okay. So y'all be good. We'll talk to you soon. And welcome to the break on Voice America. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? 
And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Hi, everybody. This is Gary Douglas. I'd like to invite you to the fun and joy of having a download of these wonderful clearings that we do in these shows. I realized that I've asked people to put them on loop and not very many people know how. So we decided that we'd offer you the chance to have us doing it for you and in our voice to make your life easier. Thanks for being with us and thanks for being part of our life. To sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities Clearings Program for only $5 a month, visit whenisthetime.com. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Howdy, everybody. It's Gary and Miss Susanna Mittemeyer. Howdy. <laughs> See, now don't you feel like a Texan? And since I we're do. Catherine from Houston, we have to talk like Texans. Exactly. Hi, Catherine. Hi. Actually, I'm Canadian, so I, I won't be talking like a Texan today. But <laughs> I am from. I'm living in Houston. Yeah. What's the greeting in so What's they, the greeting in Canada? Tell a European. I need education. Uh, hey, how's it going? Oh, well, that's easy. I can that's do that. About it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so thanks for taking my call and um just yeah, thank you so much for these amazing tools. It's just radically changed my life. I'm a recovering new ager, so um this is <laughs> amazing, amazing work. <laughs> um so I've got a I've got a question about um I have <clears throat> come to a place where I've decided to choose um to end my marriage. I've got two young kids and uh um, the marriage just hasn't really, the relationship hasn't worked for me from the beginning, really, um, if I'm <clears throat> totally honest with myself. And um, what happens for me is I've made the choice and I've sort of said, okay, this is the timeline that feels good in the next, you know, several months to move forward with this. But every time the relationship comes out of a conflictual place um, where he starts showing up, um, you know, or we start getting along, let's put it that way. Then I go back into um, not necessarily doubting my choice, but putting my choice on the back burner, not wanting to look at it because, you know, it's too scary, I'm going to hurt him too much. And I think that's where I get kind of stuck is the impact that I'm going to have on him. Um, humanoid. And humanoid. His family yeah. and 
totally. You're right. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm planning on getting. So, are you are you harder. making his are you making his need more relevant than your choice? Oh gosh, probably. I've I never done get that. that. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> that's really typical humanoid in a relationship. You know, where you're aware of the need of the person, and then you make that more real and relevant than your choice to move on and create. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me ask you another question, okay? So, <laughs> do you hate this man, or can you just not live with him? Uh, it's so much easier when I hate him. Um, that's it. Yes. It's just that I can't live with him. I don't, I don't ultimately hate him. I yeah, just can't live no. with him. I don't, I don't hate either of my ex-wives. I just can't live with either of them. Mm-hmm. So it's and like... You know, it's like you don't hate each other, but you don't live well together. Mm-hmm. And it's even yeah. it's even when you when you love somebody, doesn't mean you have to live with them either. You've got choice. You know, I would be willing to bet money that you've loved a few other people in your life, and you didn't choose to marry them. <laughs> Yes. Because you knew they wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a, 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 a... The the other thing that kind of comes up is, like, his, his family and my family are really close, and um, he's very close with my parents. And so it's the, you know, the magnitude of this choice. I don't think I've ever made a choice that impacts this many people before. Um, and yeah, I've been so doing I, a lot of I have a suggestion right, for you. I have, I have a suggestion for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take three, three days and indulge that you will be with this person for the rest of your life, no matter what <laughs> for your parents. And for- <laughs> that took three okay. seconds right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> 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 so the choice has been made. Now, how do I make this as easy as possible? I mean, you could be, you could take the high road here and tell your parents and his parents, look, it's like, I, you know, it's like I, I love him, but I can't live with him. He's really, he's a wonderful guy, but we don't, we don't, we're like oil and water. And I don't want to float on top of him. And I don't want him to float on top of me. I want this to be. <laughs> Well, actually, I would like him to float a lot, a lot more on top of it. It's a different <laughs> yeah. story. But, I, thought, uh, I had that in my mind, too, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I took it out of yours because it's my I'm you sure you did. Not me. I would never say thank you. So, at any rate, it's like you got to you know, say, hey, I would really like it for the kids if you guys could remain friends. Hmm. You know, the thing is, most divorces, everybody demands that you take sides. When I got divorced from my second wife, it's like I, I went by to pick up my daughter, and there was there was a uh, there was a lady that was at the house. She had been a friend of my wife's, and I had very quickly. It's like she came to our house, fell down, broke her ankle, and I had carried her up and down stairs for three friggin' weeks, waiting on her hand and foot until her ankle healed so she could go home. Wow. 
This woman looked at me and spit on the ground. She was Italian. You know? And it's like, I just was like stunned. After everything I've done to you, and it's like, and all the people that we had in our lives that, you know, 99% of which had been her friends, all but one of them cut me off. And that's the way most divorces work. So you got to go, okay, so what's a different choice I could make? Because I want this to be easy on my kids, easy on him, and easy on me, and easy on our families. Ask him, are you willing to let yeah. our families? Are you, you know, it's like, say, look, I don't hate you. I just can't live with you. You know, it's like, it was a mistake for me to get married in the first place. I'm a bad and terrible person. Always make you wrong. Ah. Okay, yeah, that just actually just, the light bulb just went on there. <clears throat> yeah, and I keep asking too, like what else is possible for the outcome of all this that, that I've never even seen before or considered? Um, you know, for the greater joy of all of us. And and that is one of the coolest energies to feel into because it's like, wow, yeah, it doesn't have to be, you know, an ugly, ugly scenario. It doesn't at all. Yeah. You know, it's like, and if your husband be... wishes to make it an ugly scenario, let him. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. It but doesn't you... have to be joyous for all. You know, that's that's where you, you know, that would be great. But if you have that in your mind that it should be joyous for all and he chooses something different, then, you know, you, you, you must create a judgment as a result. What if you just have it joyous for you? Yeah. You know, start looking, yeah. around for, start looking around for a replacement wife for him. <laughs> Go wife shopping. <laughs> I'm sure there's an app for that. I mean, they have an app for everything. Yeah, replacementwives.com. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> oh thank you very much thank you that really yeah that really helped me a lot excellent glad to do it because it's like you know it's like the thing is you need to be pragmatic about this stuff and the truth is there's certain things you can't change and it's like if you can't live with somebody and you have to indulge the idea of what it would be like to live with them for 30 years and you go oh god I would rather die than this and you're mm-hmm. going to die to get out of the marriage if you stay in it, so you might as well get out of it. Choices. Yeah. Just choices. Yeah, that's pretty clear. Okay, cool. Okay, thanks so much. Thank you. Take care. Okay, thanks. Bye. So, Gary, that's been interesting. Like most of the questions today um, were about people having all kinds of drama in their world and rather than just enjoying it, trying to do something with it. So what else is possible? Yeah. What would be a more pragmatic approach? Well, from my perspective, a more pragmatic approach is, okay, so what's really important to me? How do I want to create my life? Yeah. Not how do I need to be, but how do I want to create my life? And it's like if people would actually start to look from that, whole different universe could open up. And I just love when people have a whole different universe that opens up. 
Yeah, that's so cool. And it's interesting, like just that the acknowledgement and, and the awareness of every time you you have the drama and you make it real and relevant, this is where you stop creation rather than asking, huh, what's, you know, what is it? Oh, I those four questions, you know, what those is it? Questions. What do I do with it? Can I change it? And only if it's a yes, how can I change it? Yeah. That's like the four most pragmatic questions ever. <laughs> yes, but the, the funny part about it is people always have this saying, well, of course I can change it. Yes. Says, no, 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 you can't change other people. Oh, yeah. you can only change you. So can you, by what you choose, change it is the question. You know, it's and like those, you get, it's about what you personally can change, not about totally. what you can make other people do. Totally. And, and even if you work with others, like I remember those four questions created magic when I worked in, you know, with, with psychotherapy. I would have those four questions in the back of my head and I asked, okay, so what is it? You know, what do we do with it? You know, because you're not the catalyst of, of change for, you know, somebody has to choose to change for themselves. So what do we do with this? And every time I would ask those questions, there would be something that would open up, some awareness of where else we could go. So these questions truly are the changing of directions from the stuck point that the drama creates to a forward movement of what else is possible. Exactly. And it's like it's, it's so much fun because I watch people change all the time. And it's amazing. I, I was dealing with somebody the other day who's not involved in access at all and, in fact, thinks he hates it, but he <laughs> keeps doing parts of it. And, you know, it's like, and I said to him, so, you know, so can you change this? He goes, oh, no, I can't. Okay, cool. Yeah. So why are you, why are you spending your life talking about it? How's that working for you? Yeah. And it's like, it's just amazing. I just, I just love what I get to do. It's so much fun. And even if you have a moment where you go, okay, so I have this drama in my life and truth, would I like to change it? And you get a no, then enjoy the not changing it. Don't judge yeah. yourself for not changing it. Just go, okay, right now I'm not willing to change it. So what? That's not a problem. There is no rush to consciousness. There is no stress or force of anything. Just yes, enjoy there it. Is. <gasps> it is, Gary. <laughs> insist that everybody rush to consciousness. <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's something I can't change either. Okay, never mind. I'm over it. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy your anti-consciousness, your unconsciousness. You know, cool. Somebody said, can't you make this person stop drinking? I said, why? They like it. Yeah. They said, but I think they're an alcoholic. And I said, no, they're an Aussie. <laughs> and it takes you out of having to, having to change the world rather than getting the luxury of changing your life and with that the world. So on that note, it's time for us to end today. Thank you so much for being on here, Susanna. And it's my been pleasure. A late night for you. I hope you're going to a party afterwards or something. <laughs> Always. Party in your own bed. Okay. I will. Okay. So thanks so much for being on the show with me today, Susanna. You're awesome. You're amazing. You're wonderful and you're beautiful and you know, you're fantastic and you're pragmatic. So y'all <laughs> check out Susanna's book, Pragmatic Psychology. It'll give you some amazing tools to help yourself. And on that note, thanks for joining us. Welcome to our world where everything is pragmatic. <laughs> Oh,
We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to the world.